Hey, it's Matthew. When I started this podcast, I had no idea how many awesome stories I would collect over just a few weeks. I'm going to be taking some much-needed time off before I get back in the groove of grad school, so I'll be using some time to highlight a few of my favorite episodes of the show so far. This one features my college roommate, Mike, and his brush with a celebrity. Enjoy! Hi, my name is Mike, and this is Social Distancing. Episode 16, Instagram Famous. This is my friend, Mike. Mike was my first college roommate and my first friend when I moved away from home. Anytime I had some project or idea in college, Mike was always my go-to guy to help me get it done. Whether it was running a music festival together or planning concerts on campus, he was always someone I could depend on to help me accomplish my crazy ideas. After college, Mike moved to Nashville to pursue a career in the music industry. And after about five years, moved to Los Angeles to take a job working in music supervision for film and television. He's one of those people who helps pick the perfect song to go in that dramatic moment in your favorite TV show. Here, Mike's story starts with a baseball game in St. Louis. Last summer, my wife and I flew to uh, the St. Louis area uh, where her family lives in Southern Illinois. We were going there because her dad was throwing out the first pitch at a Cardinals game. To say that Sarah's dad loves the Cardinals would be a massive understatement. So <laughs> it was a big event and the whole family flew in from you know all the corners of the country that they live in. I could only be there for a few days uh, because I had to get back for work, but Sarah decided to stay you know some extra some extra days. And Sarah is a school teacher and has the summers off, right? Yes. Sarah's a school teacher, has the summers off. We didn't have a big vacation lined up last year so she decided to take advantage of the opportunity and spend some more time with her family the whole family flies in at different times and this all started when we were standing around the island in the kitchen and i don't know if this is a normal midwestern thing but growing up as i did in the northeast we would gather and talk and sit down in the living room or Anywhere where there's seats or a kitchen table. (laughs) And not just stand. Yeah, but Sarah's family has a tradition of standing around the kitchen island. And that's where all the catching up is done. So it's it's a little bit of a strange tradition to me because we will stand there for an extended period of time. Are we talking like 45 minutes? Are we talking like six hours? Um, Probably... Closer to 45 minutes, but it's been it's been a couple hours at a time. <laughs> I've learned to lean on the counter. You that's, know, that's smart. That's, yeah, that's my move. That's that Northeastern intellect showing up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They also, this is completely unrelated, but they also like to go on a walk after Thanksgiving dinner, which was appalling to me when I learned about it because my family, uh, you know, big Italian family, stuffs their face so much to the point where you can't even move and everyone just falls asleep on the various couches and chairs and everything. And then, (laughs) you know, eventually wakes up from the coma and 
continues on with the Thanksgiving party. But they eat Thanksgiving dinner and then they say, wow, that was filling. Let's go walk. Yeah, literally that. And I was like, what? The first Thanksgiving was a rude awakening. That first Thanksgiving, in all fairness, is also a side story of that side story. But we found a litter of puppies, and I was like, you know what? I'm not so mad about this walking thing anymore, because they were adorable. Anyway, so we're all standing around the island in the kitchen, and we're catching up. And someone asks, what's everyone been interested in lately? Meaning, you know, usually meaning some type of pop culture. So I think Sarah and I might have said Game of Thrones because the finale, the series finale just there the month before. Uh, everyone, you know, went around sharing what they were interested in. And Becca, Sarah's little sister, said that she's been obsessed with some Instagram dogs, but specifically this dog named Rocco Roni. Rocco Roni. Spell that. R O C C O, like Rococo, but without the extra. N I? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is it a play on like macaroni? Uh, no, because it's two words. So it's R O C C O space R O N I. Okay. You know, as as you know, I don't have an Instagram. I don't have any social media, but I do love dogs. So I was intrigued when she said she had like been spending an obscene amount of time looking at this dog's Instagram. So I pulled him up on my phone. This dog is. Uh, like the fluffiest old English sheepdog that you could ever imagine. Like incredibly fluffy, like a huge cotton ball. He lives in Austin, Texas, and his owners put sunglasses on him. They give him a man bun. Of course they do. They put him in, you know, all these different outfits. And the thing is, like, that's not an abnormal thing, apparently, for Instagram dogs. But a lot of dog photo shoots, you can tell, like, the dog hates his life and, like, wishes that he was free. This dog loves the camera. He's always smiling. He's always, like, the happiest. Just has, like, such a strong personality. I just found the dog on Instagram, and it's so fucking cute. <laughs> yeah. This isn't, like, uh, just any other dog like it has 120,000 Instagram followers two and a half million TikTok followers uh it just had like emergency surgery because he swallowed a sock and they they had a GoFundMe and they raised ten thousand dollars like it was nothing because everyone loves this dog I think he was on one of the late night jimmies I forget which one because he was like he had a, a video that went viral of him just like wagging his butt (laughs) i look at this dog and i immediately just like start cracking up and i can't stop it was a good half hour i was like laughing to the point of tears becca was happy that i also you know she was happy that i understood her love of rockaroni and you know that was a nice moment and whatever whatever uh her dad throws out the first pitch i gotta leave to go to LA the next day. And so I fly back and finish out the work week. Uh, My wife stays in Southern Illinois. So a few days later, I go see a movie at one of the AMCs in Burbank, California. And I say one of the AMCs because there are three AMC theaters in Burbank, California, all within walking distance. I'm not sure who planned that. I see the movie and head back to my car, which is parked three blocks away in a free parking garage. Now, if you're wondering why I would park three blocks away, it's because free parking in L.A. is a luxury. And while three blocks might sound far, it gets so old 
paying $4, $5, $8. Every time you park anywhere, like the mall, a restaurant, anytime you can get free parking, you take it. Always worth it. Yeah, three blocks, you know, it's, it's not bad. And it, it never rains here. And, you know, it's not like you ever have to walk through bad weather. So that's where I park when I go to any of the AMCs. <laughs> you can park in the same one and you can make it like oh, a yeah. good time to there, any of the three. Literally, they're, like you could, if you started at one and wanted to hit up the other two, it's like a four minute round trip. Oh it doesn't gosh. make any sense. <laughs> and Oh, and one of them's above ground, another one's underground, and another one is in a mall. So now that I've told you all about the three <laughs> AMCs in Burbank, California, I was coming back, I was walking the three blocks back to my car, and on my way, I passed a comedy club that has like an enclosed patio in the corner of the property. And I say enclosed, but it's not completely enclosed. You know, it's gated. I guess the main barrier is plants. Like there's a whole bunch of shrubbery and like ivy hanging from things. It's like a wall of plants is the best way to describe it. You know, it's not like super thick. So at certain points, like if if I wanted to like look through, I could like poke my head through, but that would be weird. Just walking by, you could see in between, you know, different different plants, like you maybe catch a glimpse of someone if they're like sitting on the patio. I'm walking back to my car, not thinking anything about anything. What movie had you just seen? It was uh, the Child's Play remake. Oh. Yeah, that's how I felt afterwards. <laughs> well, it wasn't great. Aubrey Plaza played a mom. Oh, that's kind of weird. Yeah, it was weird. I couldn't get past that. But <laughs> I'm walking by and through one of these holes in the plant wall i guess i see what looks like a huge cotton ball like a large white ball of fluff i turn my head and see what looks like the rear end of a big old english sheepdog i'm not looking like super intently because you know i'm walking by but having just learned about the existence of this celebrity dog Roccaroni, a few days earlier i thought to myself that looks like Roccaroni. Let's put a pin in that because I have to share a bit of my family background before I go further. Yes, please do. My sister loves seeing celebrities. Oh, God. (laughs) Is not embarrassed in the slightest to walk up to anyone and ask for a picture. I think she almost relishes in it. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Like, I used to live in Nashville. And in Nashville, the attitude towards celebrities is you leave them alone. You let them be. They're just people. You know, they have paparazzi in New York City, they have paparazzi in L.A., but in Nashville, who leave them alone because, you know, I don't know, I guess. Southern hospitality. Yes, yes, exactly. Yeah. So my sister comes to visit me in Nashville and we go to the movie theater, which was not an AMC, it was a Regal. We're walking through the movie theater and we walk through the lobby and as we're walking through the lobby, Nicole Kidman and Keith Urban walk past us going the other way. And, you know, we saw them when they were like 20 feet in front of us probably and they walked by us and i thought oh that's cool because everyone in nashville everyone has a story about how they saw nicole kim and keith urban and i hadn't at that point so i was like oh i can finally (laughs) say that i've seen them you can join that club now yes they're kind of like i don't know how it is now but in the mid 2010s they were kind of like the it celebrity couple in nashville at least that's that was my impression so i thought cool and kept walking but my sister actually turned around and followed them (laughs) <laughs> and to my absolute 
horror. She followed Nicole Kidman into the women's restroom. Oh my god. <laughs> and I'm standing there in the lobby with, you know, my wife. We're standing there and it felt like three hours, but it was probably like two minutes. And two minutes later, my sister walks out of the bathroom with a big old grin on her face, <laughs> holding her phone high. And I'm like, what did you do? And she was like, you know, I was just <laughs> I was just standing there and I was like, okay, you didn't even pretend to go to the bathroom or use the sink or something. She said, No, I just I just stood outside and waited for her to come out of the stall and she stood outside of her stall? So my sister has a picture of it's a selfie of her and behind her is Nicole Kibben coming out of the bathroom stall. Oh my god. I said, Did you ask for the picture? And she said, I uh, yeah, but she didn't answer, so I just Oh my god. I was like, Okay, great. <laughs> so we went to our movie and I spent the previews trying to find any contact information for Keith Urban so I could write a long apology. <laughs> uh, that's uh and you know what there are more stories like that oh, unfortunately I'm sure. <laughs> with my sister but i share this because if you ask me what type of person i am i would like to say that i'm the type of person that doesn't ask random people if their dog is instagram famous yeah well you and i when we were in college we worked for a music festival and our favorite band at the time was the headliner for the music festival yes and to my knowledge neither of us fanboyed at least yeah. we didn't do it together. I saw them in the hospitality tent, and I had a passing conversation with one of the band members, and he was extraordinarily nice to me. And when he walked away, I was a giddy child, but I held my composure in that moment. And you, as far as I know, also did that. And so I feel like coming from people who studied music business, have a degree in that world, spend some time in that world, we try to pride ourselves on professionalism in that capacity yes. like that time we didn't freak out in front of smash mouth yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> oh so yeah so i like to think i have a little bit more respect for people <laughs> or, you know respective boundaries yes yes so back in this three block stretch in burbank california on the night of june 22nd 2019 i was thinking to myself you know but how many old english sheepdogs are that fluffy i don't know i love dogs but i'm not like up on the sheepdog scene you know so and he's just like obscenely fluffy so then i think you know what no there's probably like a million sheepdogs and i must just think it kind of looks like rocco because i just learned about him and spent 30 minutes laughing and crying over him a few days ago it's like when you get a new car and then you drive down the street and you're like oh my gosh you have that car and you have that car it's like the recency bias right yeah exactly so i was like no and and then i remember he doesn't even live in la he lives in texas right but but just to make sure i pull up his instagram page and confirm yes he lives in texas so there you go it can't be rocco but then i look at his latest couple posts and one is of him in front of the Beverly Hills Hotel. And I was like, oh, my gosh, is this Rocco Roney? <laughs> I will be honest. I pretended to be on my phone and walked by the patio several times. 
I was trying to look, you know, without straight up poking my head through the plants, trying to look for like some glimpse where I can confirm that it was him. But then I remember my sister and I remember that I want to have respect for celebrities, even if they're animals. I end up walking the rest of the way back to my car and I text my sister-in-law and I say, hey, I think I might have just seen Macaroni, but I'm not sure. I wanted to confirm, but I didn't want to be weird. And she responds very wisely. I think these are the moments in life where it's okay to be weird. <laughs> but I also have an unhealthy obsession with Instagram dogs, so there's that. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? Maybe she's right, because I've seen the movie About Time. I've seen Dead Poets Society. Yeah. I know that I have to seize the day. I, I was imagining my life if I had drived home at that point and never known whether or not that was Rocco Roni. It would have haunted me all of my days. So I decided to go back and see if I can just get a good enough view that I can confirm, yes, that's Rocco Roni. So I go back the, you know, one and a half or two blocks, wherever, however far it is. And I pretend to be on my phone again and just try to get a glimpse. But he's so big and fluffy, it's really hard to find any, like, facial features. Or And, you know, a lot of sheepdogs look like Cheap dogs. Yeah. So I was like, I don't know how I'm going to do this. But, you know, then I remembered I have to seize the day. So I get up the courage to walk up. So there's like a little gate on the patio where I can stick my head through. And I say, excuse me, is that Rocco Roni? <laughs> oh. Just out loud? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I had already walked by. Like, I don't, I doubt they were paying attention to, like, what was on the other side of all the plants. But if they were, I probably would have looked like a murderer. Because <laughs> I was just, like, walking back and forth probably half a dozen times. I asked that question, and the owner looks at me. And for a second, I thought, like, oh, I just made an ass of myself. But then she's like, yes, this is Roccaroni. Oh, my God. <laughs> Now, again, I don't really get starstruck, but I go into, like, a dreamlike shock. The best way to describe it is it felt like I was watching a TV show, and then, like, someone in the TV show reached through my TV, pulled me by the collar into the TV show, and all of a sudden, I'm in this weird world that isn't real, but it is to me. I start rambling on about how crazy it is that the Roccaroni is right here and how I literally just discovered him a few days ago in St. Louis because my sister-in-law was telling me about how she was obsessed with him and I spent 30 minutes crying, laughing at how hilarious he is. And uh, the owner asked me if I wanted to get a picture and I said I would love to. Oh my gosh. So she picks up Rocco, again, who is a giant ball of fluff. So fluffy that you can't even see the owner behind him in the pictures and she takes you know there was another person there so they took several pictures of me and Roccaroni and I was like oh my gosh I can't believe this is really happening you know certain dogs I think can be pretty standoffish but uh, Rocco was very polite and uh, very friendly you could tell that fame has not gotten to him yet this is as of last summer so i can't speak to now but so that that all happens i thank the owner for the pictures and i say goodbye and i walk a block or two back to my car i immediately called 
uh, my sister-in-law and my wife who were together still in Southern Illinois. And all three of us are like crying, laughing at how absurd it is that I saw the Rocco Roni after not even knowing he existed <laughs> a few days before to being right there. And he's not even from California. He was in California for PetCon. Oh, of course. Naturally. <laughs> yeah, and I, my first thought was, what is PetCon, and why haven't I been invited? Yeah. Why didn't I go? But he was just in town for a little bit, and I was lucky enough to see him. And I don't have a long list of celebrity sightings. You know, I've seen George Clooney, Tim Allen, Hilary Duff, Larry King, and a whole other story is I actually got to meet some of the cast of The Office on, like, their last day of filming. But this... By far, I can confidently say is my favorite and the greatest celebrity sighting of my life. And the picture I got with him will be treasured forever. Can I see this picture? Yeah, I can text it to you. Yeah, I, I need to react to this in the moment. <laughs> All right, hang on one second. Where is it? Here we go. <laughs> All right, I just sent it. Oh, I'm so excited. Oh, my God. <laughs> I want to frame it. Oh my god, you have to. I might buy you a frame so that you can frame this photo. <laughs> it makes me so happy. Oh my gosh. It makes me so happy. That is amazing. <laughs> so special thanks to Rockaroni and I think his owner's name is Aaron, but I will never I will never forget those 5 minutes. Priceless. That's amazing. Oh. I just couldn't believe how absurd. How absurd is that? It's funny. My wife, Emily, makes fun of me because every time I see a cute picture or a cute video of a dog, I have like a very specific reaction. And I could be like three rooms away watching an Instagram video. <laughs> and she's just like, what cute dog was that? Because she knows. And yeah. so. Go get you. Oh, man. That's it's fantastic. That's the best part of the internet, hands down, hands yeah, down for sure. Is is cute dog video and social media? It's great. Fame is so relative. You know what I mean? And it's just one of those things where, like, I've had this conversation with so many people. This this idea that the kind of people that I would I would get a little giddy or a little starstruck by, millions of other people would walk by and not even notice that human was... I mean, like, they would notice there was a human there, but put no sort of context or reference into, like, why it was important for me that this specific podcast host was standing right there and no one else even knows who they are and meanwhile like some celebrity could walk by like, oh my gosh did you see this person <laughs> like, no i didn't but That's i'm glad <laughs> well trust me i would have recognized him <laughs> we had a nice conversation in the hospitality tent oh what a guy. Yeah, that's so funny. Fame is so relative. And I'm glad that dogs get to be famous, too. Because they deserve it. It is. You know, especially a dog that works as hard as Rock Rowling. <laughs> oh, man. This is a great story. Thank you for telling me this. <laughs> Thank you for listening. To see the pictures of Mike and Rocco Rowney together, go to MatthewRMore.com slash R-O-C-C-O. If you have an extra minute, 
It would really mean a lot to me if you shared this podcast with your friends on social media. My hope with this show is that I can bring just a little bit of joy and inspiration to the world. And if you've experienced that yourself, I hope you'll let people know. I'm officially on summer break from school. I'm going to cut back my production to just one episode a week, each Wednesday. So with that in mind, thanks for listening, and we'll have a new episode up on Wednesday. 